We are live. Money, money. What's up, Adam? It's going, man. How about you? Oh, it's a special week. Let's just say the least. It's a special, special week. A very special week. Mm -hmm. Is it Mm -hmm. your birthday? Uh, No, but my birthday is coming up next month. What is it, November? Yeah, the 7th. But you know what's the messed up part about it? Is that I could never really fully enjoy it because everybody's like, OMG, happy birthday. And the other half are like Pearl Harbor. And I'm like, oh. oh. So my birthday lands on a tough, on a tough, <laughs> tough, tough day. It's hard Ooh, for me to really go tough. celebrate and go do anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, even you, yeah. You're, doing, you're giving me the pity face. You're giving me the pity face right <laughs> well, now, like, too. Like, I have, I had family, like, and this is way off. Like, sorry, guys, but mm-hmm. uh, I had family that cleaned up Pearl Harbor. So uh, yeah. afterwards. And so it, oh, yeah, that would be rough. It. It's a tough day, man. It's half yeah. the people are like excited, and the other half the people, you know, they're remembrance, and I feel a little selfish because it's, you know, my birthday. So it's kind of, I, I tend to not be too excited about it most days. And my best friend here in town, um, he has to consistently remind me. He'll be like, "OMG, happy birthday!" <laughs> but you can never forget Pearl Harbor. So, and I'm like, All right, thanks, bro. Appreciate you." Uh... <laughs> yeah. you gotta have one of those friends right gotta have one of those gotta have one yeah. of those. but it's not my birthday it's it, it's better than my birthday this week it's, it's a yeah. huge huge week and if you don't know what i'm talking about you're living under a rock a rock it's yeah, absolutely we'll, ridiculous we'll how much, pretty much there is surrounding this week yeah we'll, we'll probably probably get to it i think right yeah we'll get to it i, I, we'll I, I guess we will i guess we will. okay i guess if yeah. you want to I, yeah i mean i guess if we have the time I, I guess there's nothing really else to talk about, right? He's <laughs> dumb, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, dude, we got some Grizz but updates. Before we get though. into that, we have to get into some Grizz updates, baby. We oh, yes, to. we do. Yes, we do. Yep, so yep. Um, I'm going to start with soccer, man. Uh, yeah. Soccer finished out. Uh, you know, that game, you know, the if you do not know, soccer went into the national um, tournament, played Washington State in Pullman. Um, they lost three to nothing, um, mm-hmm. but it was it was close for a lot of that game. Yeah, um, yeah, they were. I mean, they were down one one zero by half. Yeah, you know, yeah. they were in contention to play the game. They had some really really good plays, and they were playing really yeah. hard. And so it looked like to be a really really promising second half. You know. Yeah. 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 I just think that they ran out of juice, and you know, I, I don't know about you, but like when I played sports, when when you let a goal go by or, or a shot go by, it's, it's defeating. And so, yeah. you know, you can only do that so many times until uh, without getting something else to kind of fill your cup. Um, mm-hmm. So, but man, that was a great season. Another big uh, sky championship. I also put on Twitter and I mentioned to the communications department that they needed to have a big sky soccer out on the, uh, on the field and represent and, uh, you know, just give, give them some recognition, yeah. you know? Yeah, I so. mean, they, they deserve it, man. I mean, it's really, a, truly a season to be proud of. You know, yeah. it's, it's been a strong showing and a really dominant season, regardless of how it started off with those couple losses beginning early on in the year. I mean, and finishing off, you know, Big Sky t- champs, tournament champs, and, you know, getting an opportunity to play with the big dogs, you know, being yeah. able to compete with them until that last half, you know, I think it's something to really, truly be proud of something to look forward to, something to work off of. And I'm sure Coach Chris, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's lessons in there that that he's learned along the way. I mean, that's I think that's a humbling thing about sports in general is that you never really stop learning. You never really stop adapting. And I know he's going to take that, you know, to heart and come out next year, you know, looking to swing on all cylinders as well, dude. So 
congratulations yeah. to all them man it's really been it's been a pleasure to be able to cover you guys and and re- really looking forward to these next couple of years and where the program goes and how you guys lead it and steer it exactly exactly and not not just even that just to the seniors that have helped oh, yeah. get it to that point um congratulations we're proud of you thanks for you know um just being an ambassador for yeah. for montana um and yeah. the way that you guys did it on and off the off the field it really is it really is nice to see um can't wait to see what's in store for that team i don't know yeah. like you said coach c is is an amazing guy and, and they've got some yeah. amazing coaches coaches yes, there as well um so it's in good hands it is in good hands man really good hands nothing but class for that organization man it's been it's been awesome to see exactly you know another program on the rise uh angel volleyball you know they finished their season out this year uh, a hard way to kind of go out um sac state they went to they went on a road trip sac state and portland state um mm-hmm. both of those were um oh three matches um losses they actually did though this is this is awesome for them. You know, they did make the volleyball tournament. You actually have to make the volleyball term, Big Sky tournament. They only mm-hmm. take the top eight seeds. They are mm-hmm. the eighth seed in that tournament, um, and so that that uh, starts this Thursday through Saturday. Um, so we wish them luck, and yeah, let's pull some upsets, man. Pull some yeah, upsets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think that's been the story of that team, man. Really, yep. an unexpected season unexpected wins, unexpected losses. And I think, I mean, it's proven for the better. It's put them in a position to be able to qualify for the big guy tournament, you know, and yep. you never know. I mean, yep. they've, they've done some miracle wins this past year and hot fought and hard, hard earned, you know? So um, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Cause you never really know, especially with that team. I mean, if that team comes out firing on all cylinders, ready to roll, I mean, you never really know how it's going to end up, you know, I can, See, they're making away a couple rounds deep, and then from there it's a game-to-game basis, you know? Yeah, they do. And just to let you know, um, they do play Weber State um, on Thursday at 7 o'clock. It will be on ESPN+. Plus. Um, mm-hmm. So if you can't make it, um, and I, I don't know where that's being held. I think I want to say Greeley, but I don't know. Yeah, if I don't it was know like, either. I'll look at that. Because I don't know, like, you know, do you remember, like, back in the day in basketball where they used to have it where they – like the number one seed used to hold the um, the tournament yeah. at their place. Like I don't yep. know if that they do that for basketball. They don't do that for um, basketball or for volleyball. It's actually in it's in Ogden. So okay, that's where we so stay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Or Ogden, Ogden is, Utah. Is, is we, yeah, yeah. Ogden yeah. is. In, so we maybe they it. do it that way. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Huh. I mean, because I know they used to do something like that for wrestling when I was in high school. Obviously, that's you know oh, really? a lifetime ago at this point. But yeah, when I when I used to wrestle. Every single year, it'd be kind of like a random team in the league. You would yeah. essentially have a huge tournament at their school, you know, okay. and they would just essentially, yeah, go for league championships and uh, of that sorts, you know, but at different schools every single year, you know. So yeah. regardless if there were the top seed or the bottom seat, it just happened to be if like, hey, if you're if it's your year, it's your year, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and actually cross-country, you know, moving on, cross-country men and women, they finished up their regional finals. Um, and, um, you know, the men, you know, they finished pretty good, man. They had four four guys in the top 100. Um, and so, you know, congratulations to them. Um, mm-hmm. It didn't have any stats on the women, so I couldn't find any um, about how they finished. It didn't really say anything um, about them, so. 
Um, mm-hmm. Sorry if 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 you guys want to correct me on that, I would love to be um, give a shout out to the women cross country team. Yeah, we don't want to. Well, we can find it too. I mean, that's always good to go for future. If we're, if we're having trouble yeah. finding stuff, I mean, I know there's always alternate sources or forums or you know. Yeah specific pages where they've been instagram twitter that we can possibly follow let us know if, if you guys yeah know, if you guys know of everything so we can make sure that we're kind of updated with this stuff too exactly exactly so we're, getting old, to the same... we're getting old we gotta keep well i went to the same too. i went to go grizz and they had the men's and then clicked mm-hmm. on the women's and the same article popped up for the women's for the men so i was like okay yeah. that's weird but anyways yeah give us a shout out so we can get get up to date and uh yeah we're getting old hey, you're not getting old you're young man i'm i'm getting i'm the one that's getting old holy cow oh man uh, you know going on man we got some more we got basketball man uh women's basketball they played sunday perfect brother. um man mm-hmm. i am i'm like what day is it today so wow monday but they played mm-hmm. sunday afternoon they had a really good showing uh really really proud of how they played I thought they were going to pull it off that first quarter. They were they were putting the lickings on Gonzaga. Uh, they wound up falling sixty seven to sixty um, at home against a Gonzaga team that's pretty usually in the NCAA tournament usually. Um, and so that was a good good showing by them. Um, they play Thursday at UND. That would be North Dakota, and then Saturday at NDSU. Um, so they're in the, kind of like the Dakota uh, uh, away tour kind of thing, while um, the men also have a game at home. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about this women's team, man. They are tough. They're gritty. You know, there's some players on there that are they know their role. And this coaching staff, I really feel like they're kind of getting them uh, iron sharpens iron. And uh, I, I'm excited to see where, where this goes. Yeah, and, and you said it perfectly, man. Iron sharpens iron. You know, the yeah. fact that they have a group of extremely hungry individuals on both sides of the ball, it's only going to prove to the benefit. It's only going to put yeah. them in a position to work harder and challenge themselves even more. And so when those games come to those close ones, you know, because it's inevitable. It's in sports. You're going to have games that, you know, you're you're absolutely blown by the other team. You know, other games that, hey, you need, you guys need to pick up the slack a little bit. I think it's going to really kind of show and be able to pull them through and, and elevate them to the next level. So I'm looking forward to them I'm on all ends of the spectrum, man. I'm, I think it's going to be a good season. I'm calling it right now. We'll, we'll, we'll do a we'll do a basketball preview uh, coming here soon. But um, yeah, yep. yeah, we'll just kind of keep it short and sweet and keep you guys up with these updates and let you guys know that hey, we're rooting for them. I think it's going to be a good year. It is. It is. You know, move, moving on to the men's side, uh, you know, they yep. had a hard show, showing in uh, Starkville, Mississippi. They lost to Tough. Mississippi State uh, 86 to 49. Uh, they were just, Tough. I, I, I hate to say overmatched, but they, they, they held their own for about five minutes, and then it just Mississippi caught on hot, and and it. Well, just, Mississippi it State's looking really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. So it's not to say that they lost to you know some subpar team. I mean, they lost to no. I think some serious competition. It's going to make some noise this year, and they got some really good talent. I mean, me and Adam yeah. were talking about it. We got big guys on the team, but they got yeah. some big guys on their team. And big we're talking guys. about, you know, big in height, you know, it's kind of as as far as like their frame wise, they're they're yep. big bodies. 
you yeah. know, so I, we we truly think that they're going to have a pretty damn good season and that I think yeah. it was really good for for us on our end to kind of see that type of competition. And, you know, because, yeah. I mean, after you play a team like that, that's not to say that every other team that you play is going to be easy, but it's definitely mm. the standard is elevated a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Well, and mm-hmm. just going off of like last year, last year they played Georgia and Georgia between Mississippi State, like this Mississippi State team, probably sometime in the year will be in the top twenty-five. Um, they play the, in the SEC, so they they will. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm sure that this team, the Mississippi State team, will probably be in the tournament, um, just with some of the players that they have. Um, so you know, it they didn't. Sh- and the one thing I'm really excited about is they didn't shy away. They you know took it and they kept on fighting. And so, you know, you're going to have nights like that where you are, you're mm. having a hard night, man. And, but they didn't stop. And that's what really makes me happy is that grit, that determination. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm excited for this team. They play, they are playing UND and I need to check the score. They're playing um, North Dakota at North Dakota right now. Um, Last time and- we checked too, I think they were up at half by two points, I believe. Oh, well, they, they had just started the, the second half, uh, and they oh, were up 11, actually. Yeah. They okay, were up 11 okay, with so... 14 minutes to go. I'm trying okay. to check here the, the update. Sorry. Let's sorry, see what sorry. Uh, So it looks like here, eight minutes to go, 63, no, 65, 55. So we've got a 10-point okay. lead um, yeah. going in with eight minutes to go. So that's yeah. that's yeah. a good sign. Um, yeah, you know, and, and they've got they've, some. I think they've, I think they've been known to keep that pressure on too. I mean, that's just from obviously from an outside perspective. I don't know everything about basketball. You know, I all I can do is appreciate it from a fan stand. But I mean, yeah. I feel like they've always been the type of program to really kind of put their their put on put their foot on somebody's neck. You know, once yeah. they start rolling, they they keep it rolling in order to make sure that hey, there's no possibility of you trying to come back and get in this game a little bit. So I think they're going to end off, you know, with a strong offensive output and who knows, maybe really give it to them these last couple of minutes. Yeah. Historically. Yeah. They, they have been that team last year, just, and we'll go over this in the preview. Uh, last year was yeah. a hard year um, where it, it, that wasn't the, the thing, but um, yeah, usually that, that, that team is like that. So they actually have um, a game Saturday at yep. home at seven o'clock against Omaha. Um, and so every time I see Omaha, I just like think like Omaha, like re- remember the Titans? <laughs> oh, I think I think of Manning. Yeah, well, I think of Manning, but I think of like remember the Titans too. So yeah, um, yeah. But you know what? They play a, a, a funny a funny little thing. I used to tell people, I don't know why. I thought this was like the funniest thing ever when I was younger. I used to tell people that like I've never seen like like remember the Titans or any other historical sports movies, just to piss people off. Like if you, if you want to upset somebody, tell them that you've never seen one of those movies, and instantly the reaction is just gonna over the top. You know? Yeah. Super like dramatic. my reaction when you told me. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. 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 I've seen majority of them, but like when I when I when I was talking to you and I was like, hey, I think I, I that's this was I still haven't seen the movie Miracle. Um, yeah, I was being on, honest about that, but sometimes <laughs> I'd, I'd be messing with people and I'd be telling them that I've never seen like Remember the Titans and they just flip a switch on me. I think it's the funniest thing ever, man. Have you watched Miracle yet? I have. I have you watched have, Miracle. You, 
You have now since since yeah. we've talked. You've watched it. Yeah. Well, okay. What? A, I mean, I mean, I understand the coaching and the premise behind it, but man, I was sitting there like, <laughs> oh man, I was like, this coach is a dick. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. For, for no, like some of the stuff that he was having doing just didn't make no sense. You know, obviously, yeah. I mean, there was a purpose behind it, and. And at the end of it, you see how they kind of mesh together. And it was a, you know, a really, really good, you know, kind of story. But damn, I mean, that would have been tough to be a player in those situations and having him do those sprints, you know, after the game. But I mean, it all made sense, though. But in the moment, yeah. I could see how, you know, that guy was being tough. Like, even the yeah. trainers were like, are you sure you want to go another way? <laughs> He's like, again, yeah. it was just yeah. like, are you sure you're going to hurt these boys? Are you sure? Like, do another one. I, I remember my high school coach was like that, so I can't say anything was he about really? that. Oh, yeah. He was hard. He was hard, man. So, yeah. No, I but... remember one time in high, I remember, I remember one time in high school, um, what ended up happening is that um, it was the first day of like, um, it was like fall camp, where we were essentially, or summer ball, kind of getting ready yeah. and prepping for, you know, obviously the season. Um, so it was our kind of fall camp situation. I remember, um not all of us were there on time the first day when we had padded practice. So we mm -hmm. were standing there and he was just like, okay, I want you guys to stand in line. And he waited for the last person to come. And the last person was like 17 minutes late or something like that. He was like, all right, so for every minute, we're going to do 10 up downs. So, you know, for a lot of these guys, they were new to the gear. And we, so that was essentially 170 up downs right off the bat. You know, oh it was 10 gosh. up downs, 20, 30, 40, 50. And then after that, like at one point he was just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to double it, you know, just because you guys pissed me off. And then, so we did another 170 and then we ended up, I mean, it was like straight out of one of those movies like you know, where it's super muddy everywhere. People are, people are throwing up everywhere. You know, we oh, had yeah. a roll at one point. I mean, we were doing up downs and bear crawls and rolling and he started out and rolling was, I think the last thing for, for that morning practice. He was like, all right, I want you guys to roll from this side of the field to the next side of the field. But if I catch up to you, you have to go back and start over again. And you would think that he'd be like, you know, kind of pacing really, really slowly. But the dude, <laughs> was, like the dude was down there jogging. <laughs> so everybody was throwing up. Everybody's that was oh, I've never no. thrown up in a training session or anything like that. But that was that was one of three times where I was close oh. to. Man, well, ours was like he was a hard coach, but so it we wasn't were, good for me. We were we were we were doing a play or something like that, and we got it wrong. And um and we did it one more time and he you could tell he you could he was just getting pissed and did it wrong and he slammed down his uh clipboard broke his clipboard in half grabbed the ball and like literally like kicked it <laughs> it like went and hit the wall came back and i kid you not one of my my <laughs> friends like nice distance coach and i'm like oh God. and he's like get on the no, line i'm like no. oh dude really <laughs> it was funny, but not after just ruining it for oh. everybody. Oh man, yeah, it was bad. So, anyways, back to some Damn, uh, that's tough. Yeah, anyways, some gr <laughs> Grizz sports, man. Um, we had some football this Saturday, man. Yeah, we had some pretty good football, man. Yeah, we did, man. We had some really good football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you think of it. What were your initial thoughts? Well, you know, when I, I watched it and then kind of did my kind of like in-depth kind of like looking at the stats and like we we didn't put up the points that I would have liked to seen with with 
the offense. You know, um, defense did amazing. Um, but we still did 427 to- total yards of offense, which that's hard to beat. We just didn't have the opportunities to get it in the end zone. Um, and so I don't really know why that is, because it's not like we had that many um, interceptions or fumbles. Um, penalties weren't that big of a problem to me. And we can kind of get into this later, but it was just third down conversion. We were three of 14 with mm-hmm. for third down. And that kind of stalled some of those things, but we had a lot of yardage, which is, is good. And we took too many shots. Like Cam took some shots and hopefully he's okay because man, he took some shots and, and came up limp a little bit. Um, and, uh, so it seemed like the offense was stagnant and that's what I wrote down, but going over it, it's hard to say stagnant when you, you get 427 total yards, 103 rushing 324 passing. Um, so I, I wouldn't say stagnant. I just, I would say that we didn't get mm-hmm. enough red zone opportunities. And, um, so like if we would have that, got two more third down conversions who knows that's maybe that might be two more scores you know it might be mm-hmm. one more score and you know that's what that, that, it, it was 30 to 3 man i don't know how you're, you're still beating that team by 27 points um the defense looked dominant again um eight or you know justin ford is he blows my man mind man Eight interceptions in eight games. Yeah, um, the, the dude is is straight up amazing. So, man, fuck. I mean, lead that man. You know what I'm saying? Call the commissioner right now. Uh, exactly. No, don't don't yeah, call no. the commissioner. No, no. We want him here next year yeah, too. Go get his brother. Go get. His. <laughs> I know. That's I know. I'm gonna say. I know. I I, yeah. I want him to get his because he deserves it. But yeah. the fan side, like I told one of my friends this, I said. He's like, oh, you know, what do you think about next year? And I'm like, I can't really think about next year. But, you know, he's like, oh, I think we'll be pretty good on defense. And I'm like, I don't know. We might have some guys leave. And he's like, really? And I'm like, you can't you can't fault the guy. I mean, you you can't be mad at him. Eight interceptions in eight games. I mean, leading the FCS and the FBS. Exactly. I mean, he's got who if he has an opportunity, he has to get his. Yeah, I mean, and and what numbers have really been put up against him, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can talk about interceptions, but let's talk about, you know, yards put on it. I mean, it's not really convincing in any type of way. I mean, you don't see big big plays getting put up against him. And obviously, knock on wood, you know, we still got a lot of football left in in the year. We're hoping, you know. But at the same time, man, I mean, he's been an outstanding player all around. Can can show that he can compete and play with the best of them at a top-tier program in the SES, man. And so – I mean, if he gets that opportunity, brother, I mean, I'm talking about getting drafted. Go do it, man. Go make some money, exactly. dog. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I, I, I hear you. Yeah. But I hear, I hear what you're saying from the fan perspective, from the fan side. I mean, I mean, what is he? He's a redshirt junior. He has another year under his belt. I mean, it's like yeah. really promising for him. It's just so, I don't know, man. You never know with the, with this game of football, man. You, you could only appreciate yeah. art when you see it. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, and I I yeah. love watching that guy. Like I could just have yeah. a Ford cam and just watch yep. him and just watch him talk and smack, uh, talk smack. Like like he he has got, gotten beat a couple times, but I kid you not, each time he gets beat, 
the next play, he does something that blows that out or he, he does something, you know, to kind of go back and say, oh, yep, I got this, you know. Um, well, and so, I think that's something that we talked about early on in the year, man. I mean, I think it might have even been the preview for the season. I mean, those cornerback positions are on an island, you know. Yeah. I mean, truly on an island. And you have to be in this game of football. Is one, it it kind of sucks because it, it, you really have to be in through one year after the other. You know, when it comes yeah. to the criticism, when it comes to the yelling, when it comes to the coaches, you have to take it with a grain of salt a little bit, you know. And so I mm-hmm. think he's extremely good about doing that. And I think he's surrounded by by a lot of good leadership as well, too. I mean, you think about Gavin Robertson, you think about Omar on the other side, you think about, you know, those, you know, th- those interior, those linebackers, that, that front seven, you know, robbing yeah. the backfield, too. Graves getting some reps, too. I mean, he's, sur- he's surrounded by some really, really solid dudes. You know, yeah. solid dudes that play some good football, solid dudes that 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 put in the work in the weight room, in, in the film room, um, when it yep. comes to the practice field, man. And so I think just being around that type of environment is contagious. And, and it plays off for everybody. I mean, he's not the only one that had a fantastic game. Robbie, oh, my goodness, coming through with some oh. huge plays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah 14 tackles. Yeah. He also was the uh, 14 tag. defensive player of the week. And um, I think national player of the week as well. I think he went two for two with that or the not national player of the week, but the player of the week and then defensive player of the week. So he got two of them this week. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and then, and then he was the one that, that, that caused that fumble that was, yep. that gave, you know, Pat the ability to run it back for a touchdown, dude. I mean, yep. my goodness. I mean, just a day for a lot of that defensive play, man. And I think yeah. I, I, and continue on i mean i mean we had 13 tackles for loss five sacks i mean what yep. does that say to the front seven guys that defensive line really applying the pressure you know and in a, yep. in a tough place to play and what's i think what is also most more impressive too is that i mean we have more friends more fans than them i mean we traveled really well for that game <laughs> yeah i mean so yeah i mean that's really kind of sad it's a, it's a slow camp <laughs> it's a slow cap for the uh for the defensive effort man once again man i mean they kept any you to 79 yards passing Forcing three interceptions, 55 yards rushing. I mean, yep. what more can you ask for? You exactly. know, I mean, Robbie having a huge play, causing the fumble. Pat taking it back for a touchdown. Five sacks from that defensive front. I mean, Justin Ford having a day himself, continued on to that legacy. I mean, it's why we're known to have such great defenses. And we've had such great de- defenses for a long, long time. Man. And I, I don't see that changing, man. I think we're – I mean – Defense University, man. Call that Montana. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Well, Nate, you know, with the yeah. fumble, with, you know, uh, three interceptions, basically, um, and then the five sacks, that's that that's amazing stat. Um, so the do- defense dominated. And, and that's and, – and hopefully, you know, knock on wood, that's what we expect. Um, and so the offense was, yeah. was good. It was good enough to win. Um I think it's going to have to be better this coming week. Um, And Cam really did a good job of using his legs to get away because they only allowed one sack uh, Mm -hmm. on Cam, but he really used his legs to get away from some of the pressure. Um, I don't know if he'll be able to do that this week. Um, I'm hoping he, he won't have to, um, you know, and just kind of going over, you know, what you saw. I Dylan Cook was still not out there. Um, yeah. I haven't heard anything that if, if he will be, I, I would think he would play. Um, mm-hmm. But I haven't heard anything. 
AJ was back. AJ Forbes was back. Um, Childs and Xavier Harris played. Um, Bergen played, even though he was kind of uh, beat up a little bit. Uh, Omar was went out a couple times, but he was he was still there. Um, so, and then also Malik Flowers was back as well, um, playing a little bit too. So, you know, it looks like we're we're getting healthier mm-hmm. um, at the right time where we're getting some people back. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. I mean, and I think you made a good point, man. I mean, the offensive outpoint just wasn't quite where we wanted it to be, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think obviously really true the, the defense was the, was the start of the game. Obviously, oh, you know, yeah. you can't win any game without scoring any type of points. So the fact that we were able to get on board definitely helped. But when it comes yeah. to the expectation and the type of style of play that we're used to, it just didn't really quite live up to it a little bit, you know? Not, yeah. not what you would expect from a Montana offense like that. I mean, we're known to produce – you know, really healthy, high yardage, high scoring offensive output. Yeah. You know, again, four hundred over four hundred yards in total offense, fantastic. That's oh yeah, great. But that means yeah. nothing if 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 you if you can't get in the red zone and score. I mean, regardless of what it is. I mean, again, yep. if you can't convert on those third downs, I mean, it really is. I mean. It's going to be a subpar effort, you know, on, on everybody. I mean, I don't care. You can have the Alabama offense out there, but if they're not able to convert on third down, if they're not able to keep those penalties to a minimum, you know, the keep those sacks on the low um, and convert in the red zone, I mean, realistically, how can anybody be, you know, a really kind of dominating offense? So I think that's something that we need to pick it up, and those guys know it, you know. I think, again, yep. the defense helped, and, and when, it came, when it mattered most, the offense showed up. You know, yep. but yep. I think that mentality needs to change of, hey, every single time we're out there on the field, it's that expectation of scoring, you know, it's yep. a standard for themselves. And don't get me wrong. There's there's things that go into it. You know, again, another offensive, you know, kind of different lineup again, not not that that, that consistency in it in itself. It makes it hard to really kind of get a group going because you always have to change who's next to you or change up game plans and change up schemes. And so you can never really figure out, you know, where your bread and butter is. I mean, the fact yeah. that these guys are battling injury and still been able to output and, you know, you know, finish off this this year with the 82, 8 and 2 season thus far is absolutely incredible. Kudos to them, yep. you know, but it, yep. it is something that we definitely need to tighten up a little bit. You know, we need to figure out how to get the job done. I mean, one thing that I was extremely proud of that it seemed like everybody, every one of those receivers had a little bit of a little bit of the take. I mean, Cole had a very solid day with three catches for uh, oh, 93 yeah. yards. Simpson came into the mix, too. That was super nice to yep. see. I mean, three catches for 66 yards. Mitch had five for 57. Sammy, six for 51. Dooney Bergen, two for 30. Malik, two for less. So it seems like everybody got a little piece of the pie, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what you want because that opens up different types of running game possibilities. And we had a pretty, oh, 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 I think, a little bit over 100 yards rushing, too. I mean, so it, it really yeah. kind of came through when we got the yardage. But obviously the most important thing is getting in that end zone, getting those points on the board, putting us in position to score points, you know, playing penalty free and converting all those third downs. I mean, everybody knows that on the offensive side that needs what's that that needs to happen, especially going into a week like this week, man. So it, it's gonna be yeah. a huge, huge opportunity, a, a huge challenge. And I, I I mean, it really is all that you can hope for leading into this final week of the regular season, you know? Yeah, well, and like 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 Cam, he missed uh wide open. Like I don't know how Sammy got wide open. Like he was wide open. Do you remember that play? And just kind of yep. overthrew him. And I felt bad for Sammy because that would have been like, if it was anywhere where he could have jumped, it would have been 
literally a touchdown, which that would have been like record, mm-hmm. like getting to the record books for him. Um, so that kind of what, like you said, mentioned, you know, just red zone opportunities. We didn't have as many. Um, so we didn't really do the third down conversions that really harnessed, like we said. So um, the only thing, man, is I'm, I'm worried because like you said, you, you brought up a really excellent point is just with the, um, the roster changing so much, you're not be, being able to get used to um, each other playing. How we've got one game until the playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. This is this this is going to be kind of they're going to have to really do a lot of practice, a lot of um, getting used to each other, or getting that kind of situated before the game because we've got we've got a game this week that's pretty important. Um, for yep. for us and just for the, the state that that those opportunities kind of have gone and passed and um, I'm glad that we're getting healthy but it it's go time um, mm-hmm. and I don't know, you and, know and that's really can, can, can that switch just be switched on uh, you know that's really tough man I mean because realistically I mean that's been the crutch interest has been the crutch it truly has yeah. I don't care what anybody says yeah. you know I I truly yeah. believe that these uh, is the, the both the offense, defense, and special teams are really truly special. They're really really oh, yeah. good, and oh, yeah. I know those guys on there, and I know that they're hungry to make it work. But you know, when you get start, you actually getting you know hurt, you yeah. know, actually, yeah. actually legit hurt, you know, to the point where it's putting you out. It makes it tough for any any situation in any football yeah. team. I don't care what you say about it, you know. So I really kind of put it up to injury. That's really the first and foremost. You know, making yeah. sure that those bodies are taken care of. I mean, it's hard to when you're playing against uh, a different tackle or, or a different guard, regardless of the, the fundamentals and the schemes the same. I mean, getting adjusted and having to pick up slack a little bit, you know, I mean, it makes a big difference. You know, I mean, I've been I've been that player to be put in, you know, when they come to me and it still was the same thing. I needed some help, you know, which is why yeah. I'm extremely grateful for David Reese because he was on my ass and he, he was all business. You know, he was like, hey, you better pick it the fuck up. You know, you better get yeah. this shit down. You know, uh, it's just an expectation that we have for each other, you know, and I, I did the same thing with B. It was like I set the expectation for him, you know, and he has to do the same thing, you know, when it comes to playing uh, playing next to McGinnis. I mean, it just is what it is. And so, I mean, but it does take it, it takes a lot more effort and talk, it takes a lot more energy in order to kind of get on the same page, which is why yeah. I think it's it, it's been these types of offensive outputs. You know, it's why that it th- I think it's been tough and that we've had some really, really great performances and other performances where you're like, okay, I just, you know, I know how good with it we could be. It just wasn't up to the standard where I thought. And obviously we're cats, potatoes, man. We don't know nothing about nothing. Nope. But, I nope. mean, it's, 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 we know those guys, you know, we know those guys and, and what they're capable of. And, I mean, yeah. it's good to have that expectation, you know, because it goes to show that they're a damn good football team, you know. But well, and then look it really at that. matters. Yeah, well, and to look at sorry to interrupt you, but the, the to look at that, like if you look at yardage wise, that I believe for a while now that was our largest output, yeah, of the season. So if you're mm-hmm. looking at output, you know, nerd me, if you're looking at output, you can kind of see, you know, Cam getting healthier, people getting healthier, running backs getting healthier, and so we kind of are building that way. Um, we're just running out of time run out of time to be able to kind of solidify that up um yeah and so i'm hoping that we can get that solidified up during the games and kind of work and kind of do some some things like that um yeah but like you said it's go time now 
Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, I mean, it is what it is at this point, you know, yep. regardless of who they put in this upcoming week, whether it be make changes or players coming back. I mean, that's what you originally hope for, you know, really that, you know, the top 11 players with the most experience that could lead that team, you know. I mean, but regardless, I, I have full faith in all those guys, man, and just – I mean, I'm 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 really really excited for this upcoming week, man. I mean, kind of transitioning oh. on. It, it's 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 a huge one, Adam. It, is it? I, I think it's a it's pretty big time, man. It, it it's is pretty damn big time, man. I mean, even thinking about, I think uh, I was reading somewhere that said this is the only the second time. The only other time was in 2019 when it was a top 10 kind of showdown. You know, matchup. Really? Huh. I mean, just think about the implications of that, dude. And yeah, like I said, wow. yeah, twenty nineteen was a top ten, and twenty twenty one, it's a, it's a top ten matchup again. I mean, think wow. of the implications, the seedings, you know, the the, the c- kind of the momentum that this game brings. And realistically, man, nothing else matters. No, I mean, I, no. realistically, if we had if we had two options at the beginning of the year, and they said to us, okay, you're going to play a ten game regular season, but you don't play those guys, you don't play you don't play the cats. Or you have a one game season and all you do is play the cats. Ten out of ten times people are gonna click, are gonna pick that up rivalry. You know? Heck yeah. That's how huge I, this game is. Yeah. I mean yep. this this game determines everything. It it determines the talk for the following year, that small talk that you make with people. Hey, what do you think about the cats? What do you think about the grids, man? How you feeling? Yeah. We got the best of you last year, you know, this and that. I mean, that you run into strangers and you debate this. You know, oh, yeah. friends turn oh, to yeah. enemies, enemies turn to friends over this type of conversation, man. Yep. It really yep. is incredible, dude. Yeah, well, and just I, I, I'm just so tired of hearing the cats are better, the yeah, cats same, are better. Like I, had, I am so sick of it. Like it is just ugh. If I hear yeah. I have, I have to hear that, that one more time from a cat fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I and, and, and the cat and, the... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, and the cats are saying the same thing about us too. I'm just oh, so yeah. tired about here. I mean, it's a it's a non-going argument, you know. Yeah. It's it's big brother and little brother, you know. Yeah, that's how I kind of view yeah. it. I mean, it's always going to be that kind of the haggle, the debate, that conflict, you know. I mean, because it's really, I mean, it's a that's to you know, it, it's bigger than just a game. I mean, and that's what oh, the yeah. crazy part oh, is yeah. about it. I mean, it's, it's attached to the pride. It's attached to the tradition. The tradition um, that are attached to these programs and these universities, you know, and I mean, it runs even deeper to the state, you know, it's generational. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's focused on, you know, the culture and the roots and, you know, it's, it's, it, I mean, there's so much to it and it's so much bigger than just a game. And to these guys, it's bigger than the bigger than life. I mean, realistically exactly. speaking, again, I think I've said this before. It's, it's, it's one of those games that it's, it's good to focus on a week by week basis, but in the back of your brain, you know, our random hours in the daytime, whether it be going to bed or, or you're waking up early and for whatever reason, your mind's just racing. I mean, you're thinking about this type of game, man. It's that oh, yeah. important. And it's one of those games that I've mentioned this before, too. You don't know how big it is until you have an opportunity to, you know, be a part of it or playing it or, or one of those aspects, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, and it, I, I, I just have to say uh, game day made the wrong choice. Um, I think it did. With with that like you can't like i'm sorry i'm a michigan state fan i i love michigan state uh i i love the grizz a whole lot more um those teams have had it how many times um yeah i mean how many times are you gonna go to columbus ohio dude exactly exactly one you know that kirk curbs you just did he's a homer you know that he's he's got to have his you know his alma mater so um they're missing out they're they they're missing the real game day 
I really um, think they're missing Missoula. out. I truly think that they're yep. missing out. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. they and know I it. Think those numbers the, would even be comparable, bro. I I think. Oh yeah. I think so. Yep. I yeah. I think I think if yeah. you actually um, look at it, I think you'd get a whole lot more. Um, not not per like like overall, but if you look at like just just some of the things that you could do with with um, letting people know about the state, letting people know about the mm-hmm. programs, people already know about Ohio State. People already know yeah. about Michigan State. Don't you want something different? Like, um, yeah. and just the way that they did it. Like, I know it's a business decision and everything like that, but they're the people that were doing it. Like them saying, "Hey," like little things about Montana and that 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 that's just excuse my language that's just horseshit like they shouldn't have done that like kind of leading people on um no. that's what i think you might have a different opinion but um oh well, well i think th- i think the most promising thing that made me truly proud to you know be associated with this university is just the how poor you know how yeah. how yep. hard these fans went you know the length yep. that we went to to get you know people that had some a little bit of some, a little bit of power to them you oh know? yeah you know, yep. whether it be the governor, whether it be different types of actors or singers or, you know, artists or these people in these higher places, man. I mean, and they were able to reach them and say, hey, man, I, we're not we're not we're not saying this. We're not faking the funk, man. This is a place to be. This yeah. is a place to check out and kind of yep. see all that stuff really kind of open my eyes. Like, man, like. How cool is that? I like yeah, it was when cool. it comes it down cool. to like grouping together, I think. I think we do a damn good job just all kind of grouping up. Yep. Grizz Nation. Grizz Nation is yep. huge. I, I think it, by far, if you actually saw Grizz Nation, like it is widespread over the whole world. Um, it It is by far just something amazing to see. And they're, they're the pa- one of the most passionate fan bases out there. So, mm-hmm. well, man, we... Hey. We've we've got we've got the brawl, man. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we the do. Hundred and twentieth brawl. Hundred twentieth, eh? Yeah. Jesus, that's in, that's absolutely incredible, man. I mean, it feels yeah. like a lifetime, man. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I've been on the I've been on the, on the wrong end of that stick, brother. Let me just tell you. <laughs> I mean, the last time we won it was in 2015. That was the the first year I I was on campus, and I remember that oh. game, and I remember. You know, I remember having the trophy, you know, in kind of that, that hallway area where you would have to touch, you know, touch it and, and give your, your little good luck mantra before you head out to practices and games and meetings. And it was just tradition, man. It was just like, man, it's expected here. And for whatever reason, you know, it just I've always been on the wrong side of that thing, man. Whether it be a last second play, whether it be some type of injury that didn't allow me to be part of that game, whether it be a whop and just, you know, a devastating loss at their turf, yeah. brother. I mean. It's been one thing after another, man. It just, uh, it, it's something that, that really hurt me, yeah. dude. It really, truly did hurt me. I remember, I remember, I mean, I can, I remember every single game. I absolutely remember every single game, especially that last one, man, for that last yeah. year. I remember we ended up the game, and as soon as the game ended, man, I just started balling and balling and balling, dude. And I remember, I mean, I remember everybody was kind of just down in the dumps about it inside, you know, kind of looks to me. He's just like, hey. It's like, snap out of it, snap out of it. We got playoffs. We got playoffs, you know? Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, this was, the, this was the most important game to me. 
you know yeah this was this this was the one that was on my heart like there, there was there was something different about this game there was something special about this rivalry to me you know i mean don't yeah. get me wrong it was awesome to be had that opportunity to play in playoffs and win a couple of games there and you know kind of kind of know that okay we've done a good job up to this point you know but i mean that game was was tough for me dude that game was tough and then there's those following conversations that happen year after year after year is this the year how are you guys looking how are you guys feeling yeah. and you know, I was always super optimistic about it. Be like, okay, well, we're going to do what we can. You know, we're going to go out there. We're going to play a hard time. We always do. You know, just trying to keep yeah. it, you know, didn't want to jinx anything, you know, have a little superstition tied to it, man. But that one really hurt me, bro. And it, I know it hurt, it hurt a lot of other guys too. So there, there's that bitter taste in your mouth, you know, and it's one of those things. It's like I, I want a great game between the two programs. But obviously, I mean, 10 out of 10 times, I mean, you can't blame me for wanting to root for UM you know, wanted to come out on top and just give a beating to those guys because it's personal in a lot of ways, you know. I mean, I oh, know yeah. a lot of guys over there and I got nothing but love for them, man. I mean, they're great individuals and great men, you know, but that's after we're done with football. But, I mean, yeah. when we're out there on the field, man, it's war. It really truly is. I mean, guys are willing to give it all in order to get that to get that win, you know. Well, and just to know that, you know, uh, we're coming in ranked seventh in the recent polls that came out today as we're filming this on Monday. Uh, the cats, I believe they're number three. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's a top eight showdown. Um, man, I, I, I've been jacked ever since Saturday. I was like in, I, like I was teaching today and I'm just like, man, like, I, I feel like I need to do something. Like I need to like, I need to go run. I need to like, I, I, I was hard, having a hard time concentrating how, how excited I am for this game. Like. And I'm not even playing like <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm by far not even not, not even going to play with with this game. But uh, yeah. just excited, man, um, just for those viewers and maybe those cat fans that are listening yeah. out there. Uh, the Grizz do hold an advantage uh, 72 to 41 and five in this series uh, with one uh, win being vacated. Um, so that would have been 73 guys. Um, so. You know, let's let's break this down. Let's let's go into who are the cats. Um, you you probably already know who they are. So uh, let's go yep. over their schedule. They played at Wyoming. Um, a and, and I'm from Wyoming. It, Wyoming is a. I wouldn't say it's a dumpster fire, but they're mediocre. Um, you know, they have some good years and they have some some bad years, but they are not the top tier in the Mountain West. I don't believe. They went to Wyoming and they lost 16 to 19 um, to Wyoming. Um, they went to played at home against Drake. They pounded Drake 45 to seven. They then played mm-hmm. San Diego at home again, uh, 52 to 10. That win. Uh, they played Portland State. They beat Portland State 30 to 17. They played Northern Colorado and beat Northern Colorado 40 to seven. Um, played Cal Poly, beat them 45 to 7. Uh, played Weber State at Weber State. That's a tough place to play. They beat them 13 to 7 in a defense showdown. Uh, played Idaho State. Uh, they beat them 27 to 9. And Eastern Washington, they beat 23 to 20 in Cheney. I think, and I, I might be wrong, but it was like one of their first wins in Cheney ever, if not maybe in the last 10 years. Um, and then they play Idaho this last weekend. And I think the final score was 13 to 10. 
Um, and thirteen to twenty. It was at the twenty. Oh, thirteen to twenty. Sorry, sorry, twenty. Yep. yep. Um, and so, you know, they they did a really good job uh, with their season. There, they're eight. What eight and one, nine and one. They've got a chance for the Big Sky Conference Championship. I mean, they're. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, they're looking. They're looking good, man. And, yeah. and I think that's what makes this this rivalry and this one the biggest, the biggest I think I've ever yeah. I've ever seen. You know, I, I've been a part of a couple of them. You know, I'd like to say I've been a part of some big ones, but this one, hundred percent for me personally, trumps them all. I mean, there's yeah. so much on the line. There's so much at stake. I mean, and again, it runs deeper than just the you know playoff contention seating, and it yeah. runs deeper than just a win loss record, and you know how it's been going since 2015. I mean, it's it's so much deeper than that, dude. And I really feel like there's such an anticipation on both ends of the spectrum, and they're really damn good football teams, both of them. I mean, I I'm I'm not yeah. gonna sit here and you know I mean they're good football teams, and that's what you could ask for in this rivalry. You know, exactly. I mean, you, you think of it, all the greatest rivalries around the country, man. I mean, and the fact that, I mean, when have you ran into a, per, uh, you know, a rivalry like this, a top 10 matchup, you know, usually with yep. like, even with like USC, UCLA, you know, one of them's good or one of them's really shitty, it, you know, yes. you think other, yep. other rivalries, same, same type of situation. I mean, yep. I mean, comparable to, I, I guess, in a sense of like Auburn, you know, Alabama when, when they're, you know, at the top of their game, dude. Yeah, and I, I yep. think for me personally, I mean that's that's kind of how it sits for me. You know, there's so yeah. much anticipation for me. There's so much. I, I wouldn't say even say anxiety, but I'm just anxious to to get it rolling, dude. You know, I'm so oh, excited yeah. that I'm I'm at an opportunity where I get to you know enjoy this and kind of soak it all in. You know. Yep. And I think that that's one of the coolest things ever, man. Just to kind of see, you know, where I left the program. Um, and just kind of see how it's transitioned it on and be able to appreciate it from a fan perspective and be able to support those guys and, you know, give them tips or tricks if they, if they want it, you know, when they reach out to me, man, but it, it's really all love, dude. It's really all love. And I think we're, we're extremely blessed and, and fortunate to be able to play a, a game, be able to play yeah. a game and have so much love and appreciation for it. And it, it really is a, a foundation for developing these young men into, you know, in, in, into grownups, you know, exactly uh, to be good exactly. men to be good fathers and brothers and you know good assets to the community man and i think uh i think that there's just so much riding on this game man. and i'm just super excited to kind of get a roll and do i'm ready to run through a wall i'm ready to get in the fight start a war i don't know man i need to hop on gta or something to get rid of this man there you go you. there you go I'm, I'm the same way man so let's go into their their, their uh stats a little bit they yep. are averaging about 32 points a game um their rushing yards are 227 yards per game with they're averaging five yards a carry and they have 14 touchdowns with run. Um, they're averaging in 208 yards uh, per uh, for passing and their average is about eight and a half pa- uh, yards per pass with 17 touchdowns there. You know, they're averaging 435 yards, you know, time of possession. They're averaging right around that 2950, almost that 30 minutes. Um, you know, I thought it was impressive is they're 43% Little, little over 43% on third down. Um, not too they, – they haven't really gone for, for it on fourth down. They've only had five chances with one, it actually converting once. Um, they've fumbled nine times. They've only lost those, four of those. Um, they've got 29 sacks. So that's second in the big sky, um, and they're second to us. So, um, 
you know, red zone scoring, they are 28 of 31 with 20 of those scores being touchdowns. You know, we can go into their their players here. It, it's going to be a battle, man. No, and, and you wouldn't expect anything less. Even if one team is not as good in, in years past, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen because this is a rivalry game. And in rivalry games, anything can happen. And, yep. and so it, you just don't know. Um, so, you know, I think everybody knows who their quarterback is. Matthew McKay, the transfer from North Carolina State, is their uh, transfer quarterback. He is about 6'4", 208. Uh, he is about – and these I, I did these stats before the end of the Idaho game, guys, so he probably has more than this, just to let you know. Um, I did not get the updated for, um, after the Idaho game. So uh, he was 132 of 207, uh, 63% uh, completion rate with a little over 1,800 yards. 15 touchdowns and two interceptions, which he did get three interception or another interception. Cause I saw it uh, when we, I was kind of watching the uh, previous game against Idaho. Uh, he is also, I believe their second leading, uh, their third leading rusher with about 200 or second leading rusher with about 291 rushing yards and two touchdowns. So he can run a little bit, but this last game, it was kind of weird. Um, Angel, they did actually have uh, Tommy, I'm going to say his name name wrong, Mullet, Mullet, um, uh as a kind of, they brought him in. In my opinion, this is just my opinion, I think they brought him in just to kind of throw something else out there before this game because they hadn't done that very much throughout the season. They've done it a couple times, but they did it a whole lot more this game, and that mm. was before their running backs got hurt. Um, and so he had three touchdowns last game. Um, so going into their running backs, man, holy Hannah, um, Isaiah, yeah. uh, Fonzie, that is a man beast. Holy cow. Over, you know, 1100 yards this year. He's averaging six yards a carry eight touchdowns. He's averaging 124 yards a game. Their mm -hmm. backup is promising Eli, Elijah Elliott. Um, he's kind of, he kind of, it kind of reminds me of Xavier Harris. He's like that fast, fast, agile, mm -hmm. very quick. Um, 241 yards, still averaging five over five a carry. So mm -hmm. it, both of those guys got hurt. Both of those guys left the game against yep. Idaho. Um, I, Isaiah, uh, the Fonzie, I'm surprised saying his name wrong. So sorry. Uh, but he came up really weird. Um, he, he ran for like 18 yards, came up, kind of like popped up, like tried to run off the field and then kind of like jumped and kind of stopped and like walked the rest of the way. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, the Elliot guy, it was lower, lower leg injury. And then they lost their right tackle as well. And he is not coming back uh, for the rest of the year. I think he broke his leg. Um, they, you saw him with a, a boot on. That, that's McKay, right? No, the 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 right tackle, um, Sessions. I think it was. Okay. Okay. So McKay is still there. They just didn't use him as much as they did, and that's why I kind of figured that. In my opinion, guys, they wanted to throw something else in there to give another. Yep. Um, wrinkle to the offense. Um, but, you know, their wide receivers are, are really good. Uh, Lance McCutcheon, 
um, 874 yards. And then they have that guy that came back. Um, I didn't write his uh, first name down, Stewart. Um, and then Willie Patterson. They've got some guys that can can yep. catch the ball. Um, and, yep. you know, that McCutcheon is averaging 90 yards a game, um, six touchdowns. Willie Patterson's averaging about 34 a game with three touchdowns. They're both over 15 um, yards per catch. Um, so they they do have a, a well-balanced offense um, mm-hmm. that can hit you at any time they want. So um, they really do set up the, the uh, pass with the, the run. Um, and so I don't know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because just the way yeah. that our defense can stop these guys. Yeah. But then you, you go into, and I'm, I know I'm talking a lot, but you go into their defense and their defense is, 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 is pretty, pretty good, man. Like, like yeah. score that they have the number one, um, scoring defense. They have the number two scoring offense. Um, their offense in passing is 10th. They're in the league. Um, so really kind of towards the bottom, but the run their first, uh, you know, defense they're, they've got the number one defense. Um, and so for, for passing and uh, number three for run, um, so opposing first downs, they're, they're number one in that. You're looking at a a, cl- a collision course for the number one defense and the number two defense playing each other, and their offenses are going to be like wondering how can we do anything. Um, and so, you know, MSU yep. is lacking in the special teams, I believe, uh, and just looking at the last game, they had a guy fumble it on a punt return, and they the announcer said that, that they were having a hard time with that. So, if anything, it, it's a toss up with defenses. It's a toss up with I think their offense right now, the way that they're playing, might might kind of have the edge there. But our special teams are are better than them. So it's going to be really interesting to see, man. And I'll stop talking so you can actually talk. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think you. I mean, just kind of listening to some of those injuries that they're dealing with is really kind of comparable to uh, somewhat of what we're kind of dealing with too. You know, yeah. obviously we're at the process. We're getting a couple guys back, but we're still missing. You know, our number one and number two with you know kind of Marcus Knight and obviously um, um, our second string quarter uh, running back uh, Osmo. You know, him kind of having some issues as well. You know, I right tackle kind of. Out- to do so i mean you know i think it's really kind of comparable when it comes to our, our offensive you know outputs you know when it comes to defense i mean we're neck and neck we're right there you know when it comes yeah. to a comparative chart so it's really going to come down to a couple really critical things and i really really believe it's going to fall down to the offensive line front you know yeah. i say that every single week but this is this is really one of those weeks where it's truly you're truly really going to be able to see it for yourself yeah how yeah. we handle the stunts that they bring to us those blitz packages you know what we're reading how we communicate how much time do we give cam can we can we give him time to kind of step up in the pocket and give himself a little bit of time to read that defensive down because if he has that time he'll pick it apart but vice yeah. versa you know if they start applying that pressure it's going to be hard for Kim. he's going to have to move with the legs a little bit and with the defensive like that i mean it's going to be tough it's gonna be an ad, another another dimension of, of quarterback play that he needs to kind of overcome. So I'm really, really gonna 
going to rely on the offensive linemen. I think they really, really have to set that tone. Again, applying pressure on any on any front creates reaction. So it really is going to come down to our defense. Again, those front seven guys applying that pressure. If they can apply the pressure, I mean, they'll be in a pretty good contention, uh, you know, kind of stop any type of deep game or mid-game um, kind of throw game that they that they have planned. But well, they got to be able to you, stop the run. Sorry. If you – and like, like you said – um, their defense, man, that the, the, their seven are really good. <laughs> their their yeah. defensive yeah. end and their um, uh, Daniel Hardy has over ten and a half sacks. Uh, Amandre uh, Williams, their defensive end, has nine tackles, but four of them are sacks. Their you know their linebackers, Callahan O'Reilly, is basically all over the place. And then you've got Troy Anderson where, man, that guy is just amazing. Like he is big. Mm-hmm. He he can do anything, but he can also just run with you too, which is really weird for a linebacker that you can actually keep pace with a wide receiver. Um, he's got yeah. 60 tap uh, over 60 tackles now, um, a sack and, and an interception. So it, like you said, it's gonna it's gonna be in the trenches because that's where you win games. You win yep, you win yep. games in the trenches, uh, either on offense or on defense. But you were saying something about the the um, the Grizz defense de- defensive line as well. So oh yeah, no, basically saying that you, being able to apply that pressure creates reaction. If we're able to apply that pressure, I mean, it's, it's gonna prove in our benefit. You know, our yep. our defensive yep. secondary. You know, I think they're gonna have uh, a a great show on how they always do. You know, but it really is going to come on what type of pressure we're able to get passing. That offensive line that Montana State has, you know, they're a pretty good offensive line. I mean, there's no way around it. And so yeah. it's one of those things. They're going to have to run to those guys, make some plays, being able to kind of mess with their heads a little bit in order to get to the quarterback, in order to kind of, you know, get a couple tackle tackle for losses and kind of throw them off the game plan. Because they, they uh, every single year, every single year, they come out in something that's unpredictable and it throws us off a little bit. I mean, from the time that I was there, even that 2019 season, they came out in a couple different, you know, kind of formations. It kind of threw us off just a little bit. They were blitzing a little bit differently. That kind of took a second to pick up and it threw us off our game a little bit, you know. And okay. I think it's the same type of thing that has to happen this upcoming year. But we need to apply a little bit of those of 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 that kind of, uh, I guess that mind trickery, you know, throw them off the game plan a little bit, apply a little bit of that pressure. And again, man, it's going to come to, to, to those defensive and offensive line fronts in order to make it work again with a couple things in mind with this. And when I say a line play, I don't mean just run over a guy every single time I'm talking about control the field. I'm talking yeah. about slow things down, give cam time. I'm talking about, what we have not been doing this past year is, is doing really well on third downs. If we get some third down con- conversions, we're going to continue to drive. That's just yep. that's how we are. We're going to we're going to drive the ball down the field, whether it be ninety-two yards or fifty yards. We're going to be able to drive it down the field, and we got to convert when we're in the red zone. Some type of points, yep. even with some points, is better than no points. I think if we really take care of those on all fronts i think we're, we're our offense is going to have a hell of a day i trust in our defense i know that they're going to be ready to play like they do every single week but i am excited to see a matchup because i know we have a pretty good defensive line front i know they have a pretty good offensive line front so it's going to be yep. really really cool to see how this kind of unfolds you know what i'm saying oh yeah it, it's going to be like yeah. and that's what what my keys to the game like I'll, I'll go over them and they're pretty much exactly what you said yours what you're looking for win the war in trenches exactly uh stop the run once you stop the run 
um, I, I think that you really drastically halt what they're going to be doing. They're either going to, and, and they showed it uh, this last game too, is they do a lot, of, they, they do some option too. So um, they've got some quarterbacks that do can do some option, which drives me nuts because either you do that really, really well, or you do it horribly. Um, and so it's, it's going to be some um, mindset of, of doing your job and not trying to do too much as well. Um, like you said, getting pressure, yep. especially getting pressure on McKay. He is a new court, like not a new quarterback, but he is a new quarterback in this rivalry. This is his first time playing in this rivalry. I think that's, that could be huge. If we get enough pressure on him that we could probably make um, him turn over the ball. And, you know, their backup quarterback, I believe uh, the Tommy guy um, is a freshman. So um, it could be working our our favor there. Um, you know, going over to special teams, mm -hmm. I think because this game is going to be such a defensive struggle, I think field position is going to be key. And so our, our special teams, I think, um, could win it for us and just winning the yep. uh, field position battle. 100%. Um, I, I think that's going to be really important in this winning. And I always say this, but winning the turnover battle, we've got to have some big plays where it kind of lessens the burden for our offense because both, both teams are going to need that. Both teams are going to be able to need to, to, to do something where they're going to get more, more plays because the defenses are going to just suck the life out of you. Um, and so, um, I think that we've kind of had the kind of the same kind of keys to the, to the game I'm, I'm so excited to see this game because not yep. only is this a huge game for rivalry but it also um angel is a a pretty big game for bragging rights like we've said but it's also for seeding too right now as we speak we're seven uh in the rankings uh Right now, if mm -hmm. if we would do it today, we'd probably maybe be in a, a seed. I don't think right now, if we the season stopped today, we'd be a, be a seed. Um, if we beat Montana State, that pretty much guarantees us a seed. Um, I think no matter what happens, Montana State's going to get a seed. But if we win this game, we will get a seed. We'll get a bye that first week. Um, you know, when, when I when I look at it, if we beat Montana State, I think we'll move up probably probably till the five five or six seed. Um, I don't think um, that we're gonna move up that drastically unless somebody else loses. Um, but it, it, that that has a major point in the playoffs, and 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 maybe mm -hmm. this is just me, but who you play and where you play. And, and just the matchups are very important in the FCS. You do not want to play a team that you don't match up well in the first, you know, first round of the playoffs and then have to play somebody. Because if, if no one knows this by now, um, the selection committee tries to do regionally. So you're going to be playing, unfortunately, the Big Sky kind of takes the brunt of this. You're going to be playing either Big Sky schools or Missouri Valley schools, because regionally that's all, all you have, unless you, you know, sometimes they have Monmouth or San Diego come over. Um, but re regionally 
like how they like to do it, that those are the teams you're going to be playing. So you're going to be playing UC Davis. You're going to be playing Sac State, Eastern Washington. You're going to be playing South Dakota State, South Dakota. Uh, those teams um, right off the bat, which those are those are good teams. Those are some really good teams. Those aren't those aren't starting games. Those aren't quarterfinal games. Those are, you know, semifinal games. Yep. Um, so, you know, it, it is big. I'm not trying to be a nerd, but the seeding does count. Now, not it does count. To the, it, it does. It it does. You have to have a little bit of luck in this tournament style um, yeah. with injuries, with everything. So, yeah. And uh, you, you, I mean, you said it right there, that last sentence right there. I mean, with some of us being kind of banged up. I mean, yeah. that extra week, he's going to do nothing but wonders for us, for some of those guys yeah. to kind of get back. And again, yeah. it's about where you play and how you're going to play them. If we have to travel across the country, I mean, again, traveling does a lot to you as a player. It does a lot to you as a football team. You know, that's why notoriously you don't have as good odds traveling across the country, traveling anywhere than you do at home yeah. field advantage. I mean, it just makes yeah. sense, you know, so because of that, any any type of opportunity, any type of leg up that we have in order to get a home game, which would be huge for us, I mean, it's yep. going to play out in our favor, you know. So that's what I'm really kind of looking forward to. And and kind of backtracking a little bit what you said, too, special yeah. teams, man, 100%. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest points of this game. Again, I think we're, oh, yeah. we're, we're equally matched in a lot of ways, and I think we're both kind of dealing with some of the same problems and some of the same issues on both sides of the teams. But – Special teams is that game changer, and I've seen yeah. I've seen it done time and time again. And in those big yeah. games, uh, special teams makes that difference. And I think yeah. we have that special teams unit in order to make a difference. It's just, I mean, obviously you don't want to get to that point. You rely on all, all three phases. But if it really yeah. comes down to it, man, I got nothing but faith in us, man. And I'm again, all this is just to say simply that I'm damn excited for this football game. Oh my you know, gosh, man. I've been anticipating it all year. Every single every single week when we do one of these, you know, kind of previews for the following week, in the back of my head yep. is the same type of thing. I'm thinking about that last game. You know, I'm yep. thinking about what the implications of it and what it means to it, what it means to the players, the coaches, the community, the state, man. And it just yep. makes me want through want to run through a fucking wall right now, dude. You well, know, and just really. just to just to beat the cats when yeah. they're ranked so high would just be the cherry on, on top. Just a, Oh yeah. You know, that the, yeah. the, I really, really can't handle five in a row. Um, and I know there's yeah. probably a lot of fans out there and, and you know, that can't, and then the players, you know, we're just fans, man. And the players are feeling the same exact thing. They're going to yeah. be pu- putting a hundred percent to, to switch the tide. So they're feeling it too. I can't imagine the stress and the pressure that they feel um, during this week, during the, the whole season. Cause like you said, Angel there, yeah, you can say all the right things. You have one game at a time, one game at a time. They're, they're not one game at a time. You, they have a clock in the, in the building saying state. So they're constantly ca- uh, counting it down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's not, it's not one game at a time. Cause you do put a, a little bit of emphasis on that. So, but anyways, man, predictions on uh, what is your prediction, yeah. dude? Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's the biggest game we've, of year. my prediction. Ooh, what we, we've been so good at these. I will, I will say you, 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 you were pretty good last week. You a lot better than what we have been. 
<laughs> we've kind of fine-tuned it <laughs> we fine-tuned it a little bit Ooh, yeah. i think prediction man you know what man i'm thinking did you go first last time yeah do you want I me to go again. first i'm thinking tw- 27 24 brother Ooh, ooh, ooh okay uh-huh. you're man 27 24 okay yep I was, I was, I was, and, and that's a Grizz win, right? That's a Grizz, of course, uh, <laughs> of course. Don't ever do that to me again, Evan. <laughs> All right, so um, mine fifty to zero. No, I'm just joking. I'm not. I'm, I, it's not going to be fifty to zero. Um, it is going to be twenty four twenty one. 24-21. respectable, yep. respectable. Yeah. So we yeah. we both thought it was going to be a three point. A three-point game, just a little bit different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't see these these offenses um, scoring more than that. Yeah, I. I. I don't think so either. With, with the type of defensive fronts and defensive schemes that both these teams have, I think it's going to be yeah. you know really a battle to get anywhere down the field. You know. So I. I mean, I want to say that the expectation to score a lot of touchdowns because that's what you'd love to see. But realistically, it's going to be a lot of work to get it down the field on any side, you know, whatever you're on. And so I think that's what's going to make it a fun game. It's going to make it a defensive game. It's going to make it so those points scored are truly earned. You know, it's not like one of those, you know, a busted coverage where you throw down 30 yards down the line. He just walks it in for a touchdown. It's every bit of gritty and nasty and warlike, you know, and that's all you could fucking ask for in a game like this, man. So, see, and that's what I'm like, man, I hope we win so we can rest, dude. Like, you yeah. played in this game. How hard is it to play this game and then play a game the next week? Because that was in 2019. We got we got to buy, right? We got to buy. We got to okay. buy, and then we play Southeast Louisiana, and we shit on them, and then uh, yep. went over to Weber and uh, lost it in a close one to a nail-biter. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's tough, so, man. It's tough that following week, it's kind of where you we get to assess of where you're physically at, and it's mm-hmm. definitely one of those things. Okay, okay, my body's hurting, but but it was good, you know. It was yeah. extremely. It felt good. It it, it um it, it did a lot for me. It helped me reassess where I was at, and even then, I was even telling people that after the Weaver game, I was like, I still got more in me. I truly yeah. did you know, on a physical level. And so I think that's, that's one being accountable on my own end to make sure that I do everything I can to be as healthy as possible, you know, and I felt really typically good at the end of the season when it was all said and done, man. But that week was, was really kind of really nice heading into, you know, playoff contention and how we wanted to end out the season. Oh man. Well, we've got some, we got some questions from some people, some listeners. So, um, this is probably as many questions of, as we've had. Um, so thank you to the listeners out there that are, are sending these. So, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to give where they're at. Just shout out, you know, Steve um, message. Uh, I believe I'm, that's the last name from Missoula, Montana. He wants to ask, uh, what are your thoughts on a two quarterback system? Um in a big game like this, being as Chris Brown is our future, wouldn't it be good to get him some experience in a game like this? I think that any game he gets to go in is absolutely fantastic. What people got to understand is that his time will come. You yeah. know, he'll truly get 
all the experience that people want him to kind of experience. You know, that mm-hmm. time will come. I think most importantly right now is just getting in a situation where we win games, regardless of yeah. who's quarterback, whether that be Cam back there, whether it be Chris back there, because I think Chris is an absolute re- reliable source, you know, that, that, that second option right behind Cam. And it, it's something that he needs. And mm-hmm. I think he embraces that role. He absolutely loves that role. And he loves that, you know, he's contributing to, to wins while Cam was kind of healing up. And he did pretty damn good. Three and one is not, it's not a bad way to go out, you know? And so yeah. I think uh, I think he's taking it all with a grain of salt. He's learning a crap ton, and it's only going to set him up for success in the future. And I think it's the same situation that even when Don was out there, you know, Cam was doing nothing but soaking it up, doing nothing but learning, and taking it, you know, taking it to heart. That, hey, my time will come, and when my time comes, I'm going to show out. And I think he's done a tremendous job when he's been out, out on that field. Yeah, I and I, I kind of agree with you. I kind of went back and forth, like, and and just to let you guys know, these are our opinions. We're not by any means, you know, any any gurus here. But like, I think it, if mm-hmm. if it was different, if Chris balled out in his three games or four games that he had and felt confident and was throwing it and kind of had the playbook open, like, because I really don't think the playbook is open as much to him. Um, I think it's very that they're only giving him so much. Um, I don't know if you really want to put a guy into that situation where this is the first game he'll be playing in the rivalry with not a a, a playbook where you can kind of open it up. Um, could I, could you see him? Yeah, I could probably you could probably see him in some some type of um, situations where um, he's running it or some type of something like that or like a, some type of a flea flicker or something like that. I could see him doing that. Um, which, you know, it it might come to a trick play like that in this game. You never know uh, what the defense is the way that they are. Mm-hmm. You just never know. But yeah. I don't think I don't think you do that in this type of game. If they were going to do that, I, I would think they would have probably would have done that with um, the NAU or the UNC game. And they did a mm-hmm. little bit, but not not to the point where I think you're going to see that. Um, he yeah. also had he also had a question, and you're going to have to answer this one, dude. Um, it says, uh, "How much does Bobby hate the cats?" Oh man, it's it's. I mean, he, he, I think on his gravestone, on his tombstone, he's going to write, you know, "I hate those fuck." <laughs> you know something like that you know he just he just it runs in his blood man and i think it's the same type of way for those guys over there man there's just some type of hatred instilled in it man it's yeah. it, it's a pride thing it's an ego thing man it, and it, it's attached to everything you know yeah. so how could you not be you know territorial when it comes to hey this is our we run this state yeah. you know and then you have yeah. somebody over saying like no nah, you guys are pieces of shit we run this you know yeah. It's kind of hard not to get passionate about it, man. And he is, at if anything, passionate about this rivalry. I mean, you hear yeah. it, you hear him said it time and time again, man. I mean, he's he he he's he's not going to win. He's going to absolutely dominate. He's not going to take mm-hmm. part of. He wants to, you know, take over. You know, he's looking yeah. for war when it comes to these guys. It's not no, hey hey, you know, we're gonna anticipate this and hype this up. This hey, this is the real deal. It's get yeah. it, it's it's get your shit together. Let's get after this and let's go beat those fuckers over there. 
you know exactly. and excuse for all the language but no you're getting hyped but, up buddy but i'm getting hyped <laughs> up about it too man and and the thing is it's, it's that's what's fun about them man because those guys over there say the same thing you know, oh that's yeah a, that's how well, they feel about this too you know and I, at the end of the day what's nice about it is that when it's all said and done i can go over there and shake hands with those guys you know when i'm done yeah. playing football i mean those guys yeah. that i play with and i had such you know deep-rooted rivalry with i mean I see you around from time to time and it's, it's handshakes and hugs. And how are you? How's the family kids doing good? You know, how's work, you know? So it moves on, it moves on, yeah. but it's, it, yeah. it's fun while it is. And it's fun to, to, to bring it to that level, man. Cause it, again, it makes it that much more sweeter when you win. Exactly. Well, and it'll be interesting, you know, Brett vegan, uh, the Bobcat head coach, this is his first time in this yep. rivalry. Not, not saying that yep. he hasn't been in rivalries at North Dakota state or, or Wyoming, but um, man, just to show him this first year, this is this is who owns this rivalry, and and yep. show him what it's about. That would be awesome. So, um, also we've got one from Ed uh, Rutan from Roundup, Montana. I probably pronounced that name wrong as well. Um, what is the difference between a typical game week and a rivalry week? Is there something? Do we save something special all year for this game? Well, well, there's a couple of different things, man. I mean, we start prepping from this game day one. You know, it's it, as soon as that that season ends, it's we're already thinking about next year's game against them. And so there's certain things that we do in place, you know, and to to kind of keep that, you know, at, at the at, at the forefront of their mind, but also at the back front of their mind. I can't reveal those secrets. I think that's just for the team to know. Mm-hmm. But we just to let you know the fans out there that are listening, we start this game the day after the second after that game is over you yeah. know we start thinking about it we start talking about it we start reflecting on it you know because if i mean there was times a couple of years where i didn't make playoffs and so the last game on my memory was that last game mm-hmm. you know whether yeah. whether they made a playoff run or they didn't make it either and regardless it was nothing i mean it was not it's all that you think about dude and so it's one of those things is you come back to the program and there's certain structures there's certain things in play that we have set within the program in order for us to kind of keep it at the forefront, whether that be, you know, physical things that we do, whether that be in certain types of meetings or certain periods that we run, et cetera, et cetera, you know, in order to kind of make sure, okay, hey, we're, we're watching, we're studying, and it's vice versa. I'm sure they do the same exact thing. You know, there's certain things that implement. Again, you'll probably see it again this year. There's, there's certain plays, there's certain trick plays that they don't intentionally run, and they only bring it out our game in order to try to kind of get us on our toes and throw us off our game plan or come out with a different defensive scheme. So it's definitely, it's definitely involved in all aspects of our training in all aspects of, you know, our day-to-day life as a football player, you know, and um, that's what makes it so fun too. And it, it kind of brings a little bit of sass and, and a little bit of a flash to it too, you know? And so um, again, man, going to be a great one. Going to be a great do one. We do, so thank, do we thanks do for that? The question. That was a good question. Do we do that uh, on our side too? Kind of leave something just for them, as well. Does it kind of go back hand in hand? What do you mean? So, like, like you said, um, like the Bobcats, they kind of have some special um, play or a special like blitz package, and they don't show it throughout the year. Um, do we have that as well mm-hmm. for the Cats that we kind of w- wait for them to have that as well? Mm, you know what i think i don't i i can't i can't really say i I think is what you see is what you get with us 
Okay. You know, and th- the reason I say that is, is is simply because I mean we train for them every single day. We thought about them every single day. You know, there are always you know a discussion to be had at one point or another. You know, even though we're focused on a week to week basis, but really when we go out there, I think there's there's a little bit of pride and hey, you know what, you know exactly what we're gonna do and we're gonna beat you to it. Yeah. You know, so as far as changing things up. You know what? I think we found our most success of just remaining consistent. I think Bobby knows that as well, too. But that's not to say that he's not open to, you know, uh, applying certain tactics or certain tricks or certain plays or things that work out really well for us. I mean, take any football coach. You start off the season a little bit tentative, work on a couple different things. And as the season progresses, you start applying different types of plays, whether that be, you know, kind of play action plays or certain types of run or powers or counters or you know, screenplays, all those types of things. And so as the season progresses, we, we kind of start to But that's not to say that, you know, even in that in that last game, I could definitely see some new things being popped out, some new things being tried, and, you know, kind of see how, how how they kind of play out and adjust on the fly, you know? Yep, yep. Uh, so Steve Skeens from Helena, Montana. Um, ask Angel what the preparation is like for the brawl. Uh, how do you keep from being distracted with all the hype? That's the hardest thing to do. I mean, if, if, if I'm giving out advice, it's stay off social media. You know, I yeah. think that was one of the biggest pieces of advice that I've ever got from a coach. I remember my freshman year because, you know, I like to post and I like to try to, you know, be a little flashy with it. You know, it's kind of a pride thing, too, and for people back home. But I remember him saying that if you're posting, you know, you were kind of just looking for a little bit of attention, you know. And mm-hmm. so um, because of that, it really kind of made me evaluate, you know, my priorities when it came to football. You know, so I think that was one of the, the, the best things that I learned to detach myself, you know, from that phone, from that computer, even though I'm, I, I would like to say that. I mean, not proud of it, but I'm, I'm pretty active on social media even to this day. But when it came to playing time, I think I did a really good job about just knocking it out, you know, trying to stay away from yeah. those articles, too. You know, knowing that, hey, this is there's a competition to be won. It's me against another man. How could I win and put my team in the best position? Thinking about stuff like that. You know, really kind of realizing it's 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 not just you; it's those around you. You know, it, it's yeah. and I always kind of like to relate it. I mean, I always thought about the the movie The Blind Side, you know, and that scene where he comes up to him, he's like, "Pretend." I mean, you look if you're looking to protect the quarterback, pretend that I'm back there, you know. Mm-hmm. And it it was stuff like that. Okay, like how important is you know Dalton to me? You know that I'm trying to you know keep him upright. I don't want to be hurt. You know, same thing with Brady or Reese. You know, or Gresh, any of those guys that I play with, I had an opportunity. Phenomenal players. And my only goal was, okay, don't lose. Win the rep. Win the rep. Make sure Beeb knows. Make sure David knows. Make sure yeah. Coop or or Cy or, or or Cody know. You know what's going on, what the situation is, man. And so, really, kind of focusing on those things. Obviously, blocking out all types of you know kind of social media because it it gets a lot, especially with a place like this with high expectations. And oh, take yeah. care of your body. Take care of your body. That 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 was always the biggest thing for me, man. Making sure you're in that training room, making sure you're rolling out. You know, you're on the inversion table for your back. You know, you're stretching. You're doing those things. I mean, focusing on your weaknesses, man. That's all you really can do. And and I think that's applicable to life, man. I mean, it really is. Being able to block out the noise, I think it's absolutely. I mean, you think Kobe was sitting there reading reading article after article when he missed the game winning shot? You know, he didn't give a fuck. You know. Yeah. And so I try yeah. to take that same approach to it when when it came to that. To I mean. That game, but every other game as well, too. You know, just a little bit of a lifestyle type of, type of situation. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan Barkell uh, from Billings, Montana. Um, 
looking ahead after, and I like this, looking ahead after we win, how high of a seed do you think we get? Uh, also, does quarterfinal, our quarterfinal trip to Fargo seem inevitable? Last, how many Big Sky seeds can you do you see? Is Sac State, Sac State one of them? Um, well, I think big, the Big Sky is going to get five. Um, you've got yeah. Eastern Washington. Which is unheard of. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Eastern Washington, Montana State, Montana, UC Davis, and Sac State. Um, I think a good portion of those, I think three of the five, if we win four of the five, are going to be seated. I, and, I, and I think that's, um, you know, three of the five. If, if we lose three of the five are probably going to be seated. Um, maybe that Sac State is kind of an uphill battle. UC Davis kind of, so actually I'm, I'm, I'm beating myself up on it. <laughs> um, I think, I think it'll probably be two out of five because, you know, UC Davis plays Sac State. So I think either one of those are probably going to be getting a seed. Um, I think Eastern Washington, no matter what is going to get a seed. I think Montana State, no matter what is going to get a seed. Um, so, I think it's going to be three out of five. If we win, we'll get we'll be the fourth seed in that. Um, where do I see the seeds? I, I think if we win, we're, we'll poss- possibly be as high as a five seed. I don't think we'll be higher than that, just because. See, and, and that kind of goes with the committee because then you're looking at why why are we not going to be ranked above the Bobcats or why are we not going to be ranked above Eastern Washington because the Bobcats beat them. So then you're kind of going into looking at, well, how are they looking at it? And, you know, you can say, you can think about how they're looking at it, but only they know what are the parameters of what they're looking for. Um, So um, hopefully I answered that question. Um, Yeah, I think, I don't think we're going to the Fargo dorm of the Fargo dome for a quarterfinal trip. The things that I've seen are anywhere between Sac state and UC Davis playing them in a quarterfinal matchup. I've also seen South Dakota state as a quarterfinal matchup. I don't, I don't think we're going to be matching up with uh, NDSU. So. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, realistically it's really tough to really kind of figure out how many teams are going to make the playoff simply because we got a really good fucking you know big sky <laughs> yeah you know, so it's really kind of hard to determine who makes it who doesn't make it but i could i could you know uh, three I, I think has been the max traditionally that i've seen in most recent years but i mean with how good the big sky is man i can i can easily see i could easily see five realistically yeah. with the type of yeah. play that they bring you know the type of hype that's around them i really think i mean i think it'd be dumb for them not to even at least consider bringing five from the big sky you know yeah and i mean top teams in the country man i mean what else can you say about it i mean it's it's a competitive leave and i think they make a really big a far run regardless of losing I, that playoff yeah. i would be surprised um, if, go, they, if they didn't get five go, i'd be very surprised yeah, where we go as far as after we, we, we take this dub, that's kind of where I was a little bit surprised for last week. Last week, I remember saying they were ranked at nine. I, I could see us going up maybe a spa, maybe two, but it seemed like 
two spots up was was very attainable. It doesn't seem like yeah. that was a crazy jump, and it wasn't a hard decision to make. I mean, it, it, it felt like it was an easy decision that we were number seven in the country. So mm-hmm. I think this upcoming week, when we do get that win, I could easily see us being top four. Yeah. You think it might be a little bit of a stretch. I think it's totally attainable. And then from there, top three, I don't really know about that, but I could definitely see us in a top four kind of mark. Okay. Which would be okay. really fucking cool. Again, for playoff contention and how yeah. far we run, who we run into, who knows? That's out of you know, <laughs> me to even kind of even debate about just simply because I don't know, you know. But yeah. as far as jumping up to that number four spot, I, I can definitely see that as a possibility, especially if we come out with a convincing win. Exactly, exactly. So we've got one, I believe one more question here. Um uh, Michael Kemper from Helena, Montana. Do you think uh, uh, Brent Vegan is pulling a hawk? And does he and does indeed know the status of his running backs for this week? And is just pulling the day to day answer to make it tougher to game plan for? Um, and then he has another uh, another kind of hundred percent question. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, he knows. He he knows who's playing because their right tackle. He already said is done, and then he said the day to day, like you know who's playing, who's not. So like, I I I, yeah, I totally yeah, believe that yeah. he's, he's. But the thing that. is I'm too just... is that um yeah, and I also think that Bobby Bobby I mean has that expectation of hey if we do know something don't go around posting about it and tweet about it even if it's season injury ending you know yeah. simply because it gives us a little bit of an edge it's that mental game you know because they don't necessarily know who to game plan I mean they could very much well so be doing that. But I mean, I think I th- I just don't think that they they do that. You know, I think it's a little bit different. Again, I think with that right tackle kind of publicly saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm done for the year." It just goes to show that I think they know who's going to be able to play, and I think yeah. they have no problem publicizing that. Hey, this guy might be out for this week. You know, for the or it might it might be truly be a game time decision as opposed to Bobby. I I truly think he goes about it the right way because realistically, it's nobody's business. You know, to know if yeah. a player's actually injured and they're done for the year. I mean. I mean, because then that just brings about questions for the athlete and interviews. And, you know, I mean, they're go- if they're going through a tough injury, I mean, it's kind of hard to be bombarded with all these, you know, potential, but you didn't make it because you got hurt, this and that type of questions, you know? Yeah. Uh, his last mm-hmm. question was, um, also, what is the best glance you can give us for injuries going for uh, the Grizz and who might be coming back? Well, we, we kind of went over that in the beginning of the the, um, the episode. But um, as far as I know, the only one that's kind of in question is Dylan Cook because we haven't seen him for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've seen Joe Babros back. We've seen A.J. Forbes back. We've seen D.R.A. Todd back. You know, we've seen Xavier Harris and Isaiah Childs back. We saw we got Eli, week. too. What's that? We have Eli, too, that's out right now. Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah. So, yeah. He, he, so we don't know. I, I do think I think it might be a game time decision type of situation with those guys i mean again i don't see them kind of risking them especially knowing that hey we're pretty much guaranteed a spot in the playoffs it's just kind of about where we land that'll really kind of determine and especially if we get that first round by and they coming into that second week i can realistically see them coming back healthy and fresh you know who knows what type of injuries they have sustained prayers and we're hoping it's nothing major but I mean, mm-hmm. realistically, I mean, two weeks is is it, it may seem like a little bit of time, but that's a lot of time for a lot of players to kind of get their feet back under them and you know, kind of come in back to that you know that that second round of playoffs a little bit refreshed. 
Yeah. So to kind of clarify, uh, Eli Alford, we're looking at and Dylan Cook are the ones that we haven't seen from, you know, the rest of them we uh, that, that have been injured. We've seen back at some point and have been mm. uh, last couple weeks as well. So, yeah. Yeah, because I know I know Marcus is still going to be. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would assume. I mean, he's been out this far. I, I don't see him making a comeback. You know, during that playoff run, run, Gabe. I heard that it was a season-ending inju- injury from an article too. So praise up to yeah. him, and hopefully he's back sooner than later. But I mean, I think when it comes to you know debatableness and in question, I can definitely see him coming back. And what I also like to see is I like to see Nick Osmo get a, a little bit more of a of a role too. You know, coming well, into that and, playoff berth. Yeah, well, and I don't, I, I don't think you'll see Nick Osmo because you haven't seen him the last two or three weeks either. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I think um, how Kochaka said that it wasn't a part of the original injury, so that's nice. But you don't really know what the injury is. Um, yeah. It is on the same, I think, same foot, so it might be a, an ankle sprain or a bo- like instead of a bone. Um, so. You know, that would be probably one that we don't know of, too, is Nick Osmo. I, I don't think they would risk Marcus Knight coming back. No, I don't think um, so either. That's what I'm no. saying. I think those yeah. guys are done for sure. You know, but obviously I hope Nick is, you know, kind of nursing some stuff and not actually injured. You know, and yeah. I hope, I mean, it'd be nice to kind of get him into that mix if, if he could, you know, if he had that yeah. opportunity to, because I know he'd want to. Exactly. Exactly. Well, man. Again, you know, thank you listeners for um and Grizz fans just for coming out and, and giving us some questions um and listening to us. We we greatly appreciate it. Uh I can't wait for this weekend, man. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Can't it's wait. Fun one, brother. It'll be a good it one is. for sure. Uh, we've said guys, uh make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter at Fight on Montana. You can find our podcast anywhere and everywhere you can get a podcast. So make sure you uh, look for us there and rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, we want to hear from you. So get a hold of us. Yep. Send us questions, baby. Let us know how you feel. Let us know that you love us, you hate us, you want to marry us, you know, whatever it is. Just let us know, brother. <laughs> let us know. We're here for you guys. We appreciate you guys, man. And it's Cat Week, motherfuckers. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Go Grizz. Fight on. <laughs> <laughs>